Well, welcome back, everybody, to Dice and Consequences, your weekly source for all of your dice and consequences needs. You know what? I, I went into this with something prepared, and that was not what I had prepared in my head, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and roll with it. Anyway, with me at the table, Savannah Baldwin. Savvy, say hi. Good morrow, everyone. Kirsty Hamilton. Kirsty, how you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Right on. Doing real well. Eric, how's it going? Well, pretty good. Good, good. And now we have, of course, our debonair doer of dubious dungeon deeds, our dungeon master, Austin Woodyard. Austin, how you doing, man? Very nice alliteration, dude. We're doing excellent. Good. I I'm glad you enjoyed it because I literally spent two hours last night coming up with that. So there you go. That's a lot of time. I know. <laughs> it was a long night. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, of course, we're playing the, this is the Curse of Strahd campaign. I believe this is episode four now i believe i don't know it's it's we'll a lot see. of episodes we'll Three. see <laughs> we'll see anyway so we are just now rolling for a recap so uh, let's go ahead and d20s out guys that's a six for me two fives yelbert <laughs> has got the 10 <laughs> so stop me if i'm wrong but we were in a fishing village called venezuela and the <laughs> uh the leader yeah. there i'll stop so you right there diff different one okay <laughs> So we were in the Durst Manor, and we had gotten in there. It's a big, scary, kind of haunted mansion-like area with a couple of scary kid ghosts. You know, the kind of things that go with scary mansions. Uh, we've kind of been exploring it. We've got some new techniques for battering down doors. Or blocking the door, too. Blocking the <laughs> doors, yeah, whatever's needed. Doors on doors, on doors. Uh, and we're basically, I think, on the second level now. Slowly working our way up. Looking for any goods and valuables that they might have. I'm not sure what the other party's doing, but that's mainly my goal right now, is seeing what kind of shiny things there are and gold tokens. I'd like to add, we are now in the basement, I believe. Is that correct, everyone? Oh, the basement? I think we were upstairs. Well, we were upstairs, then we found oh. the secret staircase. Yeah, we remember we um, found the bodies of the kids, and we found the dollhouse, too, that showed all of the secret passages which allowed me to find the staircase that led straight down. I think we just went down it. Yeah, so that's basically what we're doing. We're carrying uh, several bodies worth of Three piles of bones. <laughs> and a dog. And alive. A live dog. Yes. The dog's alive. Nobody fear. <laughs> so was the party going to the Sims? What was yes, the party doing? I believe so. Okay. Uh, you guys descend. It's a very small uh, passageway down. Uh, and it descends down until you find yourself in a sort of dirt hall. These halls seem to have been carved by hand uh, into the dirt itself. As you descend the wooden spiral staircase, uh, you can hear a sort of eerie chanting throughout the halls here. Uh, a chanting? Yes. Uh, can we, what is it saying? You can't quite make out what it's saying right now. Impossible to gauge. Is the dog reacting to the voices? Uh, it, it, it shakes a bit while it's in Vincent's pouch. Now come along, Pugsley. We must be brave for the Lord. Uh, all right. So we're in this uh, small hallway. And only Yerlin has a uh, has a torch, right? That's correct. Okay. Are there any spells that will give me... Uh, that will give me light of any kind? Just want to double check. Uh, did we get our spell slots back since we leveled or no? You do. Awesome possum. You would also heal we... the fool if you weren't already. So we can go up or down, right? Is that is that our... There's two passageways you see here. Yes, north and south. What are we feeling, y'all? Yelbert started going up to the north, right? Well, uh, 
I'm gonna say let's go ahead and yeah, why, why don't why don't we go north first and just see just see what we can see. Sure. Okay. Uh, to the east there, you see uh, another opening hewn into the earth. You see, uh, Yerlin, as you go into these uh, the small passageway here, that there's a, a couple stone slabs here. Uh, on the north one, the stone slab has nothing on it, but on the southern one, uh, etched into the name or etched into it is the name of Walter Durst. Walter's the baby. Walter was the baby, and so what? What is it? Is it like a plinth? Is it? Uh, you just see a, uh, Irland hasn't stepped forward to see into the room itself. Uh, she just sees the, uh, the open stone slab. As she, uh, goes forward, uh, she sees that the room is totally empty. Except for those two little slabs? Uh, the slabs are just, like, doors, basically. Oh, okay. Something you would seal a tomb with. Huh. So, I guess they are, like, this must be... A mausoleum of some sorts? Yeah, yeah, it must be some kind of like mausoleum. So Walter obviously is not in this mausoleum. Why not? Well, either he's not dead, was removed from the place, or whomever killed him never had the chance to move him here. Uh, what does the one uh, below us say? The, the one to the south? The one to the north is says no, nothing. It's uh, oh. an empty slab. The one oh. to the south has Walter's name etched into it. Well, I will assume that they didn't have time to move Walter into this place. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I say. Alrighty. So what? What's further up ahead? Let's move up the hallway a bit. Uh, you see some stairs descend into a uh, a small fifteen foot room. Uh, wooden table and four chairs uh, stand in the center of the room. I'll be go down. Are there, is there? Are, we can see clearly that there's no door or anything, right? What do you mean, no door? Like there's there, no... There's, there's there's no door or other mechanism on the stair, right? No, it's just some stairs to descend down. As you go forward, your limb, you see that there's a uh, small alcove to the south, along with a, another hallway to the west. Jeez, this place just keeps on going. Yes, yes it does. It, it, what what does this room look like? Is this? It look like oh, those look like those look like altars. Uh, they're actually bits, straw bits. Oh, okay. Long, moldy, strong, or really moldy straw bits, basically. Okay, yeah, because I was like, oh no, this is either a crypt. This is, we, we're either in a crypt or, look, I don't know if I had to, if anybody would want to sleep in this area here. But, uh, and the beds are empty, right? That's right. Okay, shall we descend further? Uh, should Hang we go on. back and check the rest of that hallway? Oh, we can. Well, because it just I, seems like it keeps going down. <laughs> it just keeps going down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it, it, I don't. I don't think it really matters. I, I think based on the floor plan of the house, I don't think it can go on for much further. But then again, uh, this is also assuming that it follows regular rules. So I could be very off base. <laughs> is the singing or chanting louder? It is not increased at all. No. So by going downstairs, it hasn't. And it hasn't decreased at all? No. Okay. So Okay, what is what do we want to do? Can we double back and check the rest of the hallway real quick? I just you got have it. a feeling that it was short. <laughs> and we just went right, right past it. It's up. Is that where we came from? Yeah. Yes, that's where you came uh descended from originally. Mm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, you find uh similar to the crypt you've seen before, 
each has two stone slabs uh, covering them. The one to the north has the name of Rose Durst upon the slab, and the one to the south has the name Thornabolt Durst etched into the slab. Thornabolt. Should we be putting the bones in their caskets then? I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we could we could lay them to rest here. I, I don't if the children want to be laid to rest in, in this place. Well, but they would be laid to rest. Right now, their bones are just up there. Or in our bags, actually. Yeah, you know, that's that's fair. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, let's, let, let's go ahead and uh, do that then, shall we? So I have Thorn's skeleton. So you said the one to the south had, had his, his name? His name on it, yes. Okay, so I want to... I want to go in there and uh, lay his bones in the coffin sure. and close it up. Uh, as you do so, a, uh, a wave of relief washes over your mind and you gain inspiration. Oh, I'd like to do the same with uh, roses. Sure. And similar to that, a great holy feeling comes over you and you gain inspiration. Okay. I'll step up and I would assume the ground's already hollowed, but I will do what I can to make the, I don't know, consecrate it as best I can. Sure. Can I make a religion check? Uh, yeah. 17. You can feel like it did some help here. Good. Good. good, good. Uh, okay, so we've found them. We've laid, the, we've laid the children to rest. So it looks like there's something else on the other side of the hallway. Yeah. Well, I would infer that because we just came from one crypt to the north, one crypt right here that them across the way is also going to be a crypt. So we can go over there. I'm just... Yeah, but we want to know their names because I yeah. think we might have another set of bones, don't we? We do. Yeah. On the uh, northern crypt, the name on it is Gustav Durst. That was the father. And on the southern uh, is etched in the name Elizabeth Durst. Okay. So I had I had the one letter. So there was the letter that we found on the in the jewelry box, that was uh, from Elizabeth Durst, right? Yeah. And, that, and that's the name that's on this crypt here, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, and the set of bones we still have is female, right? Yes. So I'm looking back at the letter here, and, and I, I see I see like some similarities and some stuff that that I I saw at the end of the last session. So. Strahd's letter here says you abandoned love for madness, took solace in the bosom of another woman, and sired a bastard son, right? And then in the letter from the jewelry box, it says something about about an innocent sacrifice, although innocent is not the term I would use. I'm I'm beginning to think that the two child that the child the child referenced in both of these are the same. So I'm thinking that the father, the el- the elder Durst, or had actually met a fair and had an illegitimate child. I don't know if he was working for Strahd or if he liked to think he was working for Strahd or what was going on. But I think Elizabeth decided to take take matters into her own hands and sacrifice the innocent. I don't know to what end because it doesn't really give us anything here in the thing. It just says. Tonight's ceremony will proceed as planned when the moon is at its highest peak without, of course, the attendance of Mr. Durst. So that would make me think that he wouldn't be okay with what's going on. Either 
because it's his child or because he wasn't with the whole sacrifice thing. Okay, can I do something stupid? Go ahead. Can I check the coffin, coffin that's supposed to be a little bit... Oh my god. Let me try that again, shall we? Can I check <laughs> the coffin that should be Elizabeth's to see if there's anything in it? Yeah. Alright, I would like to do that. Alright, you approach the coffin and pull aside the uh, heavy stone slab covering it. As you open it up, uh, a great swarm of insects begins pouring out of it. And oh, we'll fun. go ahead and roll an initiative. Oh. <laughs> yay! I don't know if you want to say yay just yet. Okay, I rolled a 17. I rolled a 1. Oh, no. Not good for you. That's a 2 for Vincent. Solid 19. And Woo. a 16 for the swarm of centipedes. And so we'll start off with Yelvert's turn. The corner kind of separates me. Yeah, it's kind of a tight fit here. <laughs> yeah, let me draw the line. Or do the measuring tape on the street. Hmm, looks like not quite, huh? No. Okay, um... So when I use the help action, I have to be right next to somebody, right? That is correct. Does that even help or seeks? Who's next in combat? Let's see. Uh, I, I am. Okay, yeah. so you can technically help your Lynn. I shouldn't take that spot then. Well, can you can you stand on the same spot as your? You can uh, share a friendly creature's uh, same space, but you can't end your turn there. You can't end your turn there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because this this thing doesn't this whole world doesn't believe in quantum superpositioning. So. What? <laughs> okay, so I could on my turn not to jump past the Alberts, but I could go into that space and then jump back to where I am now. Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. So maybe that helps you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I should be able to move to Yerlin, attack, and then move back here. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move on Yerlin. I'm not going to move it actually on there because I don't want to get our token stuck. Yes. So I'm just going to say I that did. I did that. And I am going to do... You'll peek around the corner and fire that. Yeah. <laughs> a heavy crossbow. A ten is a miss. And then am I technically stealthing over still? Do I have a sneak attack? Or do I have to declare it into combat? I would assume I still didn't have... Uh, they didn't know of my presence until... Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know of your existence until you fired it. So how do I do a sneak attack? You, when you land an attack, uh, you'll add the sneak attack to your damage. Oh, so it's only if it hit, there's no second attack. That's right. Okay, then I, I'll do that Okay. Now we free to turn. It's going to be kind of difficult to just smack him with a longsword, I guess. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but... Uh, that's really all I got. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, I mean, unless I want to throw a javelin in there, but I don't know if that's any better. Javelin! Uh, <laughs> javelin? <laughs> the, the sharp stick just lands in the pile, and now the centipedes are armed. <laughs> Dear God, what have we done? <laughs> then they'll, they'll just turn it around on us, so. <laughs> um, I'm going to do that little hopscotch thing where I'm going to actually physically keep my token where it is, but um, hop over to where Yurlin is, and then attack, and then hop back. Okay. Okay. So here goes my longsword. Uh, oh, so you're you're going into uh, this space here. Yes. Okay. 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 Does 14 a hit? 14 is a hit. Okay. 
So that's 10 slashing damage. It'll deal 5 slashing because the uh, Swarm of Centipedes is resistant to slashing. Um, Which makes could, sense. Could I slap a Divine Smite on there? You could. Um, how do I do that So you'll spend a spell slot. Okay. I think you just have access to first at the moment, right? Yes. So I'm, I think I'm the only one with second levels. What yeah. what I'm wondering is in roll twenty. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any of the smites set up? I have thunderous and wrathful smite and searing smite. But you don't um, have divine smite. No. So in your attacks, you have most of the smites set up with ellipse. Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah, Searing, Thunder, Sprout. Divine, which we can just add in real quick. Okay. Uh, and then that's an 11. And I'm going to deal 11 Radiant. I put Divine, but I meant Radiant. That's fine. <laughs> they are not resistant to Radiant. Yes. And uh, the pile of centipedes looks quite hurt. <laughs> and were you right. going to re return to your original spot? Yes, please. You'll have to take an attack of opportunity. Okay. Has a 13. A 13 does not hit. Okay. It'll be the centipede swarm then. It's going <laughs> to crawl forth. Ah. And it's going to go ahead and make an attack on Yearlin. How's a 11? Yearlin. Does not hit. Yeah, uh, the pile of insects crawling forth from the crypt uh, attempt to climb over you, biting you, but you just, you know... Do like the ants, ants in your pants dance, throwing them down. <laughs> That'll be Vincent's turn. Do I have line of sight here? I'm not gonna waste a witch bolt on these guys, but uh, so Fr so Frida moved up here and then back to where she is now, right? Uh, she uh, moved to where the centipede swarm is currently, and then moved back. Oh, okay. So she moved down here and then back. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Look what you've done. This is I'm why a... we didn't move them. <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, y'all, I don't have enough points to be taking opportunity attacks here, okay? The only thing I could think of was I would cast, like, prestidigitation or something and create fire so we could see more. But I can do that with bonfire later. Hmm. Is there any, any way we can kind of retreat a little bit and draw them out? I suppose we could do that, but... Yerlin is the only one with the fire right now. Yeah. You know, could could I create bonfire on top of them? Is could could you use? Let me read that. I was like, <laughs> well, see, see, because like, if not, I can use firebolt. But uh, and I see, and I don't even know if create bonfire will even. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. Is it DC eleven? They make uh, a deck save. save or take one yeah. eight fire. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. A uh, roaring fire is uh, conjured underneath the uh, swarm. Burning hellfire! Poof. Oh. And they take they take a solid three damage for succeeding that. Actually, the succeed takes no damage if you see there. Ooh. No! Alright. Look. So I said it. They, they, they just creepy crawl away from the flames. Ah! They, <laughs> They must they must be spawns of Hellfire because they are not heard by the Hellfire El Hellfire. Oh dear. And uh, anything else good to do? Uh I think that will end my turn. I, I, I take a bonus action to to contemplate 
to contemplate uh, what this means, what demonic centipedes means. It'll be Yearlin's turn. Okay. Question one. Can the torch be used as a weapon? Yes, <laughs> as an improvised weapon. Okay. Can I hit them with the fire part of the torch? Yes. Uh, make a strength check to make an attack. That's an 11. An 11 is a miss, however. Okay, and that's an action? Yes. Okay. Did that's you move over there and move back, or did you just stay there? I just stayed here. They're almost dead. I'm not worried about it. We'll move on to the next round. We'll have Yilvert. I move up right on them and go, okay. let's dance! And I kind of uh, get ready for them to attack and uh, evade them uh, when they attack next turn and then turn. So you're going to make a dodge action? Yep. Okay. It'll be Frida's turn then. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to get real crowded on that tile and I guess just hit him with my sword. Okay. That's all I got. Alright, here we go. Uh, six doesn't hit. Uh, since it's a I, would, I, would con- I would constitute uh, Yelbert standing atop them as flanks. <laughs> as flanks. <laughs> oh, so if I have advantage, then how about a 22? A 22 does it. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Eight slashing. Uh, it goes down the four slashing. However, it's still enough to eliminate most of the centipedes in the pile. Enough <laughs> for the rest of them to attempt to scurry away from the light. Perfect. And we'll end our combat there. Okay. Is there anything <laughs> else in the coffin? No. Other than the massive insects that were inside, it is empty. Hmm. So that's interesting, because it should be at least bones. Well, I mean, I but I don't think we can assume that these that these bones that we have are of Elizabeth Durst, because why would why would they be stuffed in the attic? Well, can we try and see if we get a sense of relief? It seems like that was kind of a trial and error sort of thing. Well, here's the thing: I fully expect that if we don't do this. Like some kind of ghast or shade or something would appear. Or a wraith, maybe. Yeah. Because we don't want to piss off the dead. So I want to be surely, surely, surely sure. And here's the thing also. It, it wouldn't stand to reason that she would even be up there. Because remember what the children told us. The children told us that she went down to the, at, went down to the basement to, um, to stop the monster, right? Yeah, but so she, was, the, she was what? She was shot or something, right? So um, maybe she was stopped on the way to the basement? Uh, but but what would have... Who would have taken her, stuffed her in this place, and then gone downstairs? Perhaps Gustav? Her husband? Perhaps the husband who was trying to stop the sacrifice? Maybe. I... I Wait, hold off. He's like, I still don't... Look, look, we have to come back this way anyway. So... Yeah. If if this isn't... If this is Elizabeth Durst, great. We'll lay her down. We'll lay her to rest there. Fine. If not, I think it might be the other woman. Well, let's see what else there is. Okay, I'm... Who could it have been, though? Perhaps why we would... shouldn't open Gustav's. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we should let that alone. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm thinking about about the the body here. I don't think it's uh, Mrs. Petrovina's body either. 
because if she did, you know, give birth to the bastard son, then why would she be speaking to her in that manner? You know what I mean? So I think... No, Pet... Pet... Petro Petrovna Petrovina I get, I don't remember what her name is but oh. she was the one who advised on the ritual. On oh, the ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I figured it out. So you remember remember that 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 scullery off of the uh off of the the bedchambers we found in the other in uh in the second floor? Uh you mean the one where we noped out? Yes, where 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 there where there was the ghost and there mm. was the cradle, right? Yes. I think the other woman was either the nanny or the housemaid. I think that was her ghost or her shade. Uh, do, do we know exactly what kind of ghost it was? What kind of spirit it was? How would you know? Well, I mean, I'm going from my own knowledge saying if it was a scorned woman or something like that, she would either be a wraith or a shade. She did have substance, though. So that makes me think more wraith than shade. She I put a ghostwriting book in this book in this room. But oh yeah, no, we're not. We're not, <laughs> we're not playing that other game. No, 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 not right now. <laughs> like a, phasmophobia. Yeah, phasmophobia. Not, not, not playing that right now. But <laughs> you got the reference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this episode, we did um, kind of come to the consensus that it was either the nursemaid or the mother or both. We did we did talk about that last time. Yeah, so I think it I think the other woman was the nursemaid. I think these are her body these are her bones. Maybe. I th- I well see cuz she was killed it, it's the same thing like for the haunting of the children. So I I think I think this is I don't think this is uh Elizabeth Durst, I think she may have killed this woman and stuffed her bones or stuffed her body in this place. And if she's making sacrifices, I would have thought that maybe she would have thought that she's not worth sacrificing because of, you know, the home she destroyed, basically. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, or there's also, you know let's say the ritual could have worked, right? But then she created a whole other entity after murdering this other person. So it's like curses on curses because y'all fucked up. No, yeah, it could be. It could be. Hmm. But, I mean, that is definitely something to consider. I think that could be true. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I investigate this little nook for any, uh, uh, hidden uh, doors or passages. Uh, sure. Yeah, as we're talking, so I didn't really describe it, so I'll go into what the room is real quick. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this room contains a plain wooden table with uh, long benches on either side, and there's uh, moldy humanoid bones that lie strewn on the dirt floor. In the uh, southwest corner here, there's a great pile of, of some kind of black bile that reeks terribly as you guys enter into this room. On the eastern side of the room, there's a uh, a small alcove with a grate on the top end of it. I'm going to adjust my role. Uh, I'm still investigating, um, but I'm, I'm telling them, I'm looking for any hidden passages and instead I'm just investigating this body for any like goods or gold. Sure. Uh, you look into the uh, little alcove. Are you going to like try to look up the grate itself? No, I'm, that, that's just what I said. I was saying. I, I changed. I didn't know there was a body in here. 
Oh, there's not a body in there. Oh, I, I think it's, it's. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, what's in here? You said. It's like a uh, a five foot alcove there, and atop mm -hmm. it is a grate. Oh, okay, then yes, I go towards the grate. Never mind. <laughs> I just heard it. Sure. Uh, it's kind of dark uh, up above, so you're not really able to see what's up there. Yeah, I'm probably pretty short. <laughs> so, so this is so, so it's some kind of grate then, yeah. Yes. At least shine some light on this situation. Fire shooter. <laughs> you kind of uh, shine your torch over it. Uh, and just above the, the metal grate, you can swear that something had moved, but immediately stops. And it looks like it's just the uh, the dirt up ahead after it stops moving. Wait, wait, which which one? Right down down here near Frida? Uh, or... So Yelbert, Yelbert is in like a little alcove looking up at a metal grate. That could be rats. Why don't you make a bonfire underneath it? Well, I guess I could make a bonfire. Or Wait, above the grate, uh, even. Can I use... So, yeah. so, here's the thing. So, with prestidigitation, okay, I can create fire with it, yeah? Uh, I think you can create, like, a, a small, like, small flame, yeah. Yeah, but something... I was like, could I use it, like, for something to, like, light the way, like, not something to, like, cause damage? Because I was saying, I could just shoot a, you know, cast prestidigitation and, like, toss so a little ball up there. You can't really start a fire, but you can light something on fire. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Well then, yeah. I mean, I guess I could create bonfire underneath it. See what happens there. All right. So I, I go ahead and create a bonfire underneath uh, that area sure. that Yelpert was talking about. Yeah. You go ahead and uh, use uh, create a bonfire underneath the metal grate. As you do so, you hear a sort of hissing uh, up above the metal grate as something begins slithering out. Uh, not yeah. down, but upwards. Something slick. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> well, Vincent backs away. <laughs> that can't be good. Uh, can I... I'd like to investigate the bile. Sure. Roll the 13. It smells something awful. Something terrible. Like death itself. Like something ate something dead and puke this up. Yummy. Oh, dear God, why? Stop smelling. It's not morbid curiosity <laughs> at this point. We know what it is. It's 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 disgusting, decrepit, like, body death bile. What did you expect? You never know. I don't know. It could have been, like, liquefied black licorice. Even then, that would smell horrible. <laughs> I mean, granted, probably not as bad as death, but, like, still, like, come on. All right, what's the plan? We can go south. We can keep going south. Oh, there's so much. I know, there's so much left. As you guys are heading southwards, uh, the chanting becomes louder, though still um, not understandable. Can I just keep going, guys? Um, well, there's three paths here. One to the west that looks like it leads downwards, one to the south, and one to the east. You can definitely under, uh, hear that the chanting is coming from the west. And it... It didn't get louder. So let's not go there first. Yeah, no. It didn't get louder the last time we went down the stairs um, before we before we doubled back this way. So no. I've got so okay. I've got a feeling that that all of these things are connected. All the downstairs stuff, yeah, because yeah, it all this... seems to be on the western side. Yeah. Okay, I'm following Yerlin East. Oh, I'm not liking this. As, as Vincent comes down here. 
Uh, Lancelot begins barking and yapping at the southern path. Uh-oh. Uh, Yerland, you come upon a room uh, festooned with moldy skeletons that hang from rusty shackles against the walls. A wide alcove in the eastern wall contains a painted wooden statue carved in the likeness of a gaunt pale-faced man wearing a voluminous black cloak. His pale left hand resting on the head of a wolf stands next to him. In his right hand, he owns a smoky gray crystal orb. Interesting. Is that is that where the Pokemon Double Energy is? Or? Yes. The, <laughs> the symbols of the two stars. Gotcha. Do we want to go in, y'all? Mm. I mean, want? <laughs> so, so all these skeletons have been shackled up. Yes. And the um, the Pokemon Double Energy represents the guy who's who's standing with the cloak with the orb. Wait, did right. you just say Pokemon Energy? Let's, yeah, it's a double yeah. neutral energy, dude. That's one hundred percent what that is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just didn't know that we. It's, it's just the symbol representing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Okay, I see it now. Okay, I was like, what? What are you talking? Oh no, I see. It. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Eric said I, it so fast earlier that you didn't catch it. <laughs> no, I didn't catch it. No, no, I did not. <laughs> oh, I'm a go. Yeah, let's let's uh. Wait, whew. um, who? Obviously, Lancelot is freaking out here, right? Yes, he's uh barking at the southern pass there. Okay. Keep uh, quiet, mutt. <sighs> I was like, what is it, boy? Uh, can I use detect magic then? Sure. Do I detect anything? Uh, you don't detect anything really, like, specific in front of you, but there's a faint detection of necromantic magic everywhere. Everywhere? Yes. Okay. I can. So, if you can sense magic, you can use your action to see faint aura of any visible creature or object in the area that bears that magic. So, can I... Is there anything necromatic around me that I can see or undead? The dirt itself. <laughs> Something's under the floor. Something something is under the floor. That's why Lancelot is barking. I, I send a message to, to Frida and to Yerlin and uh, say... Are you casting message? Uh, yeah, it's it's message right here. It's, like, it's my cantrip, so yeah. So I send one to, one to Frida, one to Yerlin, and say, there is undead under the floor in the antechamber. Come back. Don't touch anything. 16 words. Well, you have a few extra. Did you want to use them up? Uh, see. Nitwit, blubber, ointment, tweak. All hmm. right. I cast message again and say four wonderful words, don't you think? I don't know if it's necessarily in their best interest to head back that direction. Um, I'm going to look at Yerlin and kind of like tilt my head. Questioningly, I mean, I don't want to go back to where the barky bark is happening. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. But also, there's this guy <laughs> in the room. <laughs> I think he's just a creepy statue. Okay. There was a suit of armor that came to life. <laughs> Very true. It seems to be a pretty evil place. Could you guys bless it some sort of its evils? Uh, I don't know, bless necessarily, but like cleanse it and have its evils. Oh yeah, no, Bless doesn't do that, sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what we could do to kind of like fend off like just out of character right now. Like, I mean, I could 
I could literally literally clean it by shaping water, but I mean that's about it. <laughs> Just wash. And then uh, I could use ceremony and bless the water to make it holy water. That would actually be we could do a giant puddle of holy water in this. That would be pretty devastating if anything does come up. <laughs> well, well, see, here's the thing. It's gonna, a, got, a holy swamp. <laughs> I've got, I've so so if if you're honestly thinking about that, I have like, I've got like four or five things of holy water, like that. But I, I mean, got. if you can create water, like you don't have to waste any of them. We could like just literally create a holy swamp and just like because sanctify. And, yeah, <laughs> like that would because actually be sick. Water. And we could basically well, just have an infinite source of just holy I, water down here, just like two <laughs> feet deep. Okay. Well, here's the thing. At what point does it stop being holy water and just becomes water? Like, do I? So, so I, I put Once the it gets water in. I was like, okay. Well, saying like I put the water down, she blesses it, it becomes holy water, and then I use shape water to just like push it out in an area, like a circular, circular area around us, and we just keep blessing it and stuff as we go. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I'm, I'm basically saying like we'd be waiting in like this like shallow amount of like how much Let's water drown in this place oh yeah. so oh so you're talking about just like like flooding the fucker and doing it that way well not like flooding it but yeah basically making like a you know just six ten inches deep of just like water covering this basement and just make it holy water that we're just kind of dragging through this this holy swamp <laughs> six to ten inches of water yeah you know just oh, covering the swamp <laughs> ah, swamp proud. there we go Oh, Shrek, Shrek would be that's, so proud. At least that's what is in my head, you know. Can well, we not? Like, can we well, do that? Well, Mister Dungeon Master, would that work? <laughs> if you guys want to start making this a shit in the water, <laughs> I'm just here, I'm here the the, for the ride. <laughs> I mean, I can only like use ceremony on one vial of water, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can, We're gonna I be can... here a while. <laughs> I'm doing. I can do the same thing, and only like two oh, no. times because <laughs> I used the oh, divine God. smite. <laughs> yeah, let's. Okay, yeah, let's let, let's not do that. So we we'll, can we'll save it. Okay, so I'm gonna create a. Uh... Oh, hold on, hold on. If we did that once a day, <laughs> eventually <laughs> we Even would have enough water. <laughs> eventually, yes, you, we could do that. We all, but we also need vessels to keep this water in. <laughs> We could just keep pouring it out, right? And Jake could have his 50 uh, spell points by then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there, there is that. No, I'm kidding. But, okay, let's let's keep... Uh, should we deal with this room or are we moving on? I feel like this is an area to... I mean... What do you guys think? So here's the thing. I think this... So... What if you threw, what if I, you threw a bonfire down the hallway that you're looking down? Uh, well, I can't really see it, because you guys have the torch and stuff. Well, yes, but what if you threw a bonfire down that way? Do you have to see where you're throwing it? Uh, I believe I have to have line of sight of it, yeah. What does it say? Well, you, uh, you just make a bonfire wherever you point. Okay. Uh, well, see, I'm thinking that everything around here is also, is like, all, all interconnected. So I think if we actually went down through through the room you guys were just in. It might loop back. It might loop back around. So we might be able to circumvent this. But I can see I can see the auras on the ground themse themselves, right? Yes. Uh, all I'm saying is that the slithering thing didn't like fire. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think this is the slithering thing, though. I think this is different. Okay, I'll go ahead and cast bonfire just down, down the hallway, and just just point straight straight across the way and just bonfire. Okay, you do so. Do you do it with finger guns? Yes, I do all of my spells with finger guns. There's now a bonfire in the hallway. Sweet. Okay. All right. I step forward. Okay, or Yerlin steps forward. Wait, oh, are yeah. we connected? What's going on here? I was just moving you because you were on top of me. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, Yerlin, did you want to go down in that same room and see if we kind of meet up with them? Or did you want to go down the hallway? I have a feeling we might have a better chance um, if we go through the room because there's more room to move around. Okay, let's split the party. Uh, I'm going to say let's just both go this way. There's just more space. Nope. We already made the choice. We're splitting the party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, let's, let's just get it straight. You are, <laughs> you are splitting up the two tank characters going one way. <laughs> And oh, the yeah. two squeedly fuckers <laughs> you're right, are you're supposed right. to go down the small, narrow hallway <laughs> where right. I see undead things. <laughs> but no, no, you guys in your infinite wisdom, you know what you're talking about. I don't right. see the issue myself. <laughs> we're, we're the two tanks. Isn't like this isn't our strong suit, right? Yeah, no. Just yes, let's 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 go down let's go down this way. There's a door here. Uh, uh, don't touch the door. Wait, wait, wait. I know this. Don't touch the door. Hang on. No door touching. No, 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 no. That's the door. Okay. Yelbert, Yelbert, I need you to go go ahead and like roll detect. Investigate, please. Something. Right. Uh, what are you investigating? The door. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's... It's not as nice as the ones upstairs. It is very door. What kind of wood is it? Pine. Is it easy to break in half? Yeah. It looks It looks pretty all right. We Wait. might need it. Wait. We I might... gave it a kick to see if it's I... any... No, I it's cast sturdy. Mage Hand. I cast Mage Hand. To open it? Yes. I, just, I give it a okay. kick. Got... Uh, the door opens. All right. <laughs> Listen. Listen. <laughs> what? what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so scared of the door? Yeah, Listen, right. <laughs> I've, I've, to I've, lost, I've lost too many characters to mimics. Okay, <laughs> there is undeath all over this house, and I, I, I would bet my testicles on that was a mimic door. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if we could break it in half because we might need to jam another door. And you never know. You can't, you can't break a mimic door in half. It eats you. It's just a door. <laughs> I'm. You, you'll never convince me that wasn't a door. That was just a door. I mean, with the strength roll, we could still probably have the door broken in half, right? Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. I. I. I don't use mage hand. Fine. Fuck it. Kick the door open. You've already. You've already opened. It's already it. open. It's already open. <laughs> wow. She break. She she takes the pine door. It's been down here a long time, and it comes off the hinges real easy. Uh, <laughs> and then I guess she just like kind of puts a, her foot in the center of it with her hands on the top and cracks it in half. But that's Yelbert. Oh, sorry, Yelbert uh, does that. <laughs> Damn, that's uh, even more impressive. 
That's what I'm saying over here. <laughs> he like spider monkeys up the up the door and cracks it in half. Yeah, he uses like his weight. You know. He, I was gonna say he just picks it up. What I do have of it. Cracks it over his head. Yeah, what do you do with it now, Yelbert? Yeah, wait, we have a broken door. Now what? I stand on it, yell, victory! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, shall we proceed? Yes. Okay. But now that we defeated the door. Well, don't you think that when Yelbert jumped on the door, it would have bit him if it was a mimic? Maybe it's playing the long con, guys. You don't understand. <laughs> Let's move forward. Now, now you, you don't understand. You've now allowed it to reproduce. There are now two mimics now. And here, uh, there's a small chandelier suspended above a table in the middle of this room. There's two high-back chairs that flank this table. Uh, there's an empty clay jug with two clay flagons atop it, along with uh, two iron candlesticks in the corners. Uh, are they lit? They are not lit. The candles no. have long since melted away. Are they cool though? They're 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 kind of spooky. Funny. Are they like hella lit though? No, they're actually quite dark. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make them holy lit then. <laughs> That's pretty dope. If there was any wick or anything left for them to burn, I was gonna cast prestidigitation on them. I mean, I got a torch too. Well, but I can use prestidigitation. Sorry, <laughs> the spell. He just like saying it. Uh, is is there enough wick to to light anything on them? You don't imagine. Well, crap. I think we might want to continue. Yeah, let's keep uh, going. Okay. Up right. to the left. I'm assuming that that the northern path connects with that other hallway. Yeah. Uh, I say we keep going to the left then. Yeah. As you head towards this room, uh, the first thing you see. Uh, at the front of the bed, hanging from the ceiling, is a man, a noose tied around his neck. His flesh is long swollen, and black bile pours from his mouth slowly, uh, dripping into a large pool on the ground. Clutched in his hand is a letter. Also in the room is a large wood-framed bed, a rotted feather mattress, a wardrobe containing several robes that is currently open, along with a footlocker at the foot of the bed, two iron candlesticks, Link, the bed itself. Mr. Durst, I presume. Well, let's check the letter, but I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I use Mage Hand and grab the letter. <laughs> Whoop. Very nice. Hey, man, I, I got it. I better use it. Don't want to touch any dead bodies. No. And I'll let you guys read that. All right. My beloved children, I wish I could do what all fathers do and tell you that monsters aren't real, but that wouldn't be true. Life can create things of exquisite beauty, but it can also twist them into hideous beings. Selfish, violent, grotesque, monstrous. It hurts me to say that your mother has turned into one such monster inside and out. And I'm afraid the disease that afflicted her mind has taken hold of me as well. It sickens me to think what we've put you through. There is no excuse. I only ask for you, though I know I do not have the right to do so, to try and forgive us. I despise what your mother has become, but I love and pity her all the same. Rose, I wish I could see you blossom into a strong, beautiful woman. Thorn, Walter, I wish I could be there for you, but I can't. This is the only way. Goodbye. Well, that's terribly, terribly sad. But 
Based on what we've seen in this house, not entirely unexpected. Well, we need to put his body in his in his coffin. Ah, oh, come on. We gotta. Yeah, it's I. It's the right thing to do. Can I check the footlocker? Right. Sure. Uh, can I use Mage Hand to untie the knot? Uh, we'll do the footlocker first. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna get real messy if he drops. Mm. Rolled a three on that one. You don't really find like any hidden compartments, but when you open it up, you find a small wooden coffer on the top of the pile. Uh, underneath it is a chain shirt, a mess kit, a flask of alchemist fire, a lantern, a set of thieves tools, and a yellow spellbook. I mean, that all sounds pretty handy if I do say so myself. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that that does seem really good. Listen. Let's put the body to rest before we take anything. I am, of course, adverse to disturbing the dead, let alone rifling through their things. So you uh, use Mage Hand to untie the knot? Yeah. Uh, can someone, like, I don't know, gra- I, I don't know. We don't want him to, like, collapse. Uh, is there any way I can... All right, like- I help him down to the ground once he, like, starts to go. Sure, make a wisdom save. That's an eight, friends. Yeah, uh, you go ahead and help the the terrible corpse down, and you'll gain four stress uh, as you as you help the the heaving, heavy, bloated body down. But it's you, not me. All right, shall we return? As you are untying this uh, northwards from the halls, everyone can hear a, a heavy slop, drag, slop, drag. As something approaches. Oh, you mean we can't avoid it? <laughs> I knew they were undead. Okay. I cast bonfire at the entry at the entryway to the northern passage up here. Okay. That way they have to walk through it. You'll slop. Drag. Slop. Drag. Something heavy and fleshy continues to go on. Uh, you can hear something choking and, and puking up as something uh, begins to pile up onto the floor again. Uh, which way which does it feel like it's coming from? You're not sure. Mm. What is piling on the floor again? Something juicy. Mm. Uh. Carl's Jr. <laughs> no, <you're... laughs> the real $6 burger. <laughs> you can hear a slop drag as something nears the eastern door. Here's the eastern door. There's a bonfire out there. <laughs> I, no throw a bonfire. I throw a bonfire at it. Can you make a, a concentration check to continue the other bonfire? 15. Sure. You're able to hold on to the uh, other bonfire as well. Okay. Listen, guys. I'm uh, getting stretched to my max here. So we need to start making moves. What what was in that footlocker again? Uh, did you guys? Shoes? We have no, we haven't taken anything out of there yet. <laughs> Don't take anything out of there. We need to re- we need to lay the body to rest first. Um, well maybe there's something that could help us. What was in it again? <laughs> you go back and begin rifling through it. The first thing was a wooden coffer, like a small wooden box. Okay. Uh, there's Crack also it open. no. <laughs> Guys, a change A mess kit, a flask of alchemist fire, a lantern, a set of thieves tools, 
and a yellow spellbook. Okay, what does Alchemist Fire do? It's well known Alchemist Fire uh, is a small vial that kind of glows violently. It uh, sticks to whatever uh, it's smashed upon and burns for a long time. And burns as in light or burns as in damage? It's a fire that has trouble going out. Okay. It's fantasy napalm. Yeah, that's why I was going to grab it. <laughs> and that spell book looks pretty interesting to me. And the lantern would be good, too. And um, then there's thieves tools, you know. Yeah. We only have one person who's proficient in those. What is everyone grabbing, then? Yelbert, you want anything? Uh, the scroll looks nice to me. Scroll? What scroll? I thought there was a scroll. Spellbook. Spellbook, I was kind of wanting. Oh, oh. spellbook, I can't use I would like the spellbook myself. Okay. I think I'm the only one that can use those. You can't, you can't even use them because you're a sorcerer. Oh, sorry, I'm a sorcerer. Um, I would like the to take the alchemist fire and the lantern. Um, and when you say like a wooden coffer, wooden box, it doesn't have a lid on it. It's just like it does. A little... It does have a lid. Yes. It does. Can we open it? Sure. Uh, inside are uh, is a syringe along with. Four uh, vials uh, that could be fitted into the syringe. Uh, when, she, when, as you uh, had jostled the box, uh, a soft red glow comes from these vials. <gasps> oh, jeez! Oh shit! Like they're activating. You recognize. Uh, everyone kind of recognizes that uh, when jostled, a vial of health would glow as such. Oh, okay. It's not like it's not like if it gets jostled, it'll explode, sort of a thing. No. I mean, it's a vial, so, I mean, but whatever. Okay, so you definitely want those. Vincent, would you like the mess kit? <laughs> Vincent, again, doesn't want anything in there until we lay the body to rest. Come on, you guys. As you guys are, are divvying this up, uh, rounding the corner, squeezing through the tight hall is a great mass of flesh uh, with long black hair, just a drooling mouth, pulling black vial wherever it walks and it stinks wretchedly. It gives a, a cackling laugh as it sees the, the fire around the hall, and, it's, and, it, and it yells out, Who comes to our humble home? What did I fucking say? <laughs> Many more fools have come, I see, all down the road. The master will be very pleased if you survive but i must disappoint him <laughs> all right uh i'm gonna cast firebolt and kick this shit off all right uh no no uh, no never mind not not firebolt i'm gonna cast witch bolt i think okay uh a tennis okay that's fine just wanted to get something in there so uh we have vincent with a nine the creature with an eight Frito with a six, Yerlin with a five, and Yelbert with a four. So Vincent will lead up. Uh, okay, I'm gonna cast a uh, Firebolt. I think. No, 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 no. I'm gonna cast Invisibility. You become invisible then. All right. Anything else you like to do? Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and move away from it, maintaining the fires, and I'm gonna go ahead and end my turn. All right. Uh, the creature is going to let down a meaty foot as it drags its other foot behind it, as it cackles madly, running over the fire. It's going to make a deck save, taking no damage, and continue forward. 
Uh, it's going to come here, and it's going to let out a vile blast of black bile. Could Frida, Yerlin, and Yelbert make a wisdom save? That was an 18, my friend. That's pretty good. 13? Uh, th- th- that should make it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too, definitely. So, uh, Yelbert will take one stress. Uh, along with Frida, will also take one stress. Okay. And Yerlin will take none. Uh, and then, could Yerlin make a constitution save as it approaches? That's a two. The vile stench poisons you as it gets close. Uh, it's going to move north. And could Yelbert and the invisible Vincent also make some con saves? Uh, Yelbert will also become poisoned by its stench. Uh, I'm resistant to poison, so uh, that's the 18, right? Don't I get yes. advantage? Yes, that's correct. So you're not poisoned. Vincent is poison, however. And then it's going to go ahead and uh, try to bite at Yearlin's neck. Has a 21. Oh, that hits. The 11 piercing. And it says, <gasps> You'll no. be here forever with us. Cool, so I guess I'm down, down to like uh, 2 health? Yes. That'll be Frida's turn. <sighs> I have a protection from poison scroll, actually. The spell scroll. So Vincent is poisoned and Yerlin is poisoned. That is correct. But Yerlin is only at two. And I think that's a cleric spell. I don't remember. Yerlin, do you have protection from poison? Um, not prepared. Okay. So I'm going to use the scroll on Yerlin. Um, the protection from poison scroll. Okay. Okay. Is that so an then... action? Protection from poison? I don't know. It is, yes. So okay. that neutralizes the poison. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, because it was just in the spell scroll. As you uh, use the scroll, it uh, burns up as you cast a spell. Okay, I, I thought it would. Does that use my action? It does. Okay, I still have movement, though. Am I able to move around, like, here? Yes. Okay, I'm going to do... And could you make a constitution save? Absolutely for the listeners. I moved around to the southern end of the room, flanking the creature. So let me get back to my thing. Constitution save? Yes. 19? You're not poisoned. Perfect. Alrighty. Yearlin's turn then. Okay, I would like to cast Enhance Ability on myself uh, with Bear's Endurance, which will give me advantage on constitution checks, and it also gains me 2d6 temporary hit points. Okay. So roll the 2d6 for your hit points. I get seven. You mean seven temporary hit points. That's right. Okay, cool. And that will end my turn. That'll be Yelvert's turn. See, I'm stab him with my rapier. Okay. And it is flanked because Frida's standing behind it. Yes. Oh, but you're poisoned. No, you're not poisoned. So 22 is a hit. Seven piercing. Anything else you like to do? Yeah, uh, I use quick hands to use item and use my uh, scroll of spectral weapon. Uh, I use Yearlin's mace as kind of inspiration and create another uh, mace above her head. Okay. Uh, and then I should yeah. be able to attack this turn, but I will on my bonus action next turn, correct? Yes. Oh, I just remembered I have something that I can use as a bonus action. Um, do I just have to wait next turn then? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, that makes sense. How much is the spectral weapon? I forget. Yeah, 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier, which rogues don't have any, so it would be zero just to play 1d8. Okay. 
Uh, it's only on hit, so once I hit, uh, my bonus action will make that also hit. Mm, okay. It'll be Vincent's turn, then. As the okay. next round starts. Wow, this is... I'm, I can be sure that this is some kind of undead, yes? It's horrible, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, it should be affected by holy water, right? Maybe. So, if I... If I Threw holy water on it. Would that be an action or a bonus action? It'd be an action. It'd be a full action. If you had, if you had, ha- oh no, no. So say I already my bonus action to support. I was gonna say you have a bonus action to give to me because I can actually use. I'm I'm one of the only people in the party who can use holy water as a bonus action because of my quick points. Uh, can I use a bonus action to hand? Um, give it to him. But but I, I I was saying cancel that because I I have my bonus action busy with my spectral weapon that I summoned. So. It, it kind oh. of cancels that out, but in, in most most times, I'm I'm gonna be very good for holy water. Okay, great. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, toss holy water at the creature. Sure. So just uncork and splash it. Sure, you splash it upon the uh, the creature, and could you roll two d six for me? Two d six. My lucky die. Come on, here we go. And you said, two, you said 2d6, right? That's right. That's an 8. Ooh. Not bad. Sure. Uh, it does 8 radiant damage, uh, and the flesh of it begins burning away as it lets out a, a loud screech. Okay, and I'm still invisible, so I'm going to then use the, my movement to move back here past uh, your... Okay. And I'll end my ch- turn there. The creature is going to go ahead and begin puking again, focused on Yerlin and Yelbert here. I think Vincent will also be caught in the blast then. Mm. Could everyone make a wisdom save? How's the 16? So you take two stress, could Yelbert and Vincent also make wisdom save? 10. Vincent will take four stress. Okay. And Yelbert will take two stress. And really, real real quick, uh, explain to everybody again just what the stress does and real quick, just give us like what the threshold for it is. So, uh, stress is uh, basically taxes on the mind. In this, the creature is continuing to just puke horrible bile upon the party, which is hard on the fragile mind of man. And at 25 stress, they'll gain an affliction. Also at 30 and 35. And at 40, they'll gain a permanent madness. Now, how do you get rid of the stress? Just by taking it easy, naturally. So just taking like a, a, a long rest or a short rest? Neither will reduce stress. There's all you have to do with my other means. Ah, okay. Uh, and it's gonna make another bite attack on Yerlin. Oh, just the first one. Has a 17. I think that's a miss. 17's a miss? Okay. Yeah, it att- attempts to bite you, uh, but you're able to fend it off. And it'll move to Frida's turn. Okay. Um, well, since I'm here, I'm going to attack it with my longsword. And okay. see what happens. Does a 12 hit? A 12 is a miss. Okay. Mm. Uh, real quick. Is it still flanked right now, or do I need to move to the other side? It is still flanked. Okay. Uh, it, Yelbert is able to flank it anyway. Just making sure. Okay. The other things... I I keep forgetting about the features that I have. <laughs> so the other things are going to be more, more on it for my reactions. All right. But that ends my turn. All right. It'll be Yearland's turn then. Okay, I think I want to whack it with my mace. Okay. 
How's a 12? 8. 12 is a miss. Okay. Um, I think I'm good. Alright. Have a Yelvert's turn. Okay, I kind of slide across the room, and as I do, I take the rapier and kind of go into the You make the a side. dex save as you step into Vincent's bonfire. <laughs> oh, there's a bonfire? Wait. Oh, that's a bonfire? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. kind of hard. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Alright. Make a dex save. Uh, how much damage is there? A d6? Oh, nice. Okay, that's worth Okay. One fire. Okay, uh, so while doing that, though, I do my rapier attack. I'm moving over. Okay. Uh, 16, so it's 16 is a hit. Yes. Uh, so that's going to do the rapier damage of 8. eight. Okay. Uh, it's also going to do the 1d8 uh, mace. I can move it up to 20 feet while I'm doing it. Um, I have it currently above uh, Kirsty. I'm basically going to move it. Or, yeah, uh, I'm going to move it over to me. Okay. Ooh, damn, nasty. And another seven. Mm-hmm. Is it force? Uh, force damage, yes, correct. Okay. And let's add a, a grunt and says, You'll never leave alive. <laughs> and it'll be the end of the round of Vincent's turn. All right, uh, Firebolt. Okay. Thanks. That's it. Damn. Well, 20, yeah. actually. <laughs> One <laughs> fire. <laughs> Lord right. giveth, the Lord taketh oh, away. What can I oh, say? Wait, wait. The plus three? Firebolt doesn't scale, if anything. Uh, it's a cantrip. Because it's, it's a cantrip, yeah. Lame. If I had a catch, if I had a cast Witch Bolt, it would have. <laughs> but anyway, boom, uh, hit it. The creature gets to go once more. As it'll, it'll uh, go ahead and use Black Vial on Yerlin and Vincent. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Give it a little taunty. Some more projectile vomit <laughs> flings out at you. If you guys would like to make. Thank you. We'll take three stress. Oh. 18. And you'll also take three stress. Okay. Uh, it's going to turn, and it's going to attempt to bite Yelvert. Jesus, as a crit. Um, oh my god! Hold on. Oh, that worked! Hold on, I want to do a rebuke the violent. So I want to use my channel divinity to rebuke those who use violence immediately after an attacker within 30 feet of you deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you. You can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the attacker takes radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt. Huh. On a successful save, nice. it takes half as much damage. Just nuke itself. Oh, All right. Mic drop. All right. Uh, what's it got to be? What does it have to be? I don't know. <laughs> it's my spell DC, right? Well, I would I would assume it either passed it or failed, right? Like, depending on if it had advantage. We have a 19 and a 3 here. Um, It has to be a 12. 12. But did it so- have disadvantage? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, it will take doesn't cast towards that. But it still takes half as much damage. It still takes 13 radiant. Uh, so Yelver, you do take the bite, sadly. Yeah. As it as it just <laughs> bites you horribly, and you can hear Yelvert screaming uh, as he falls unconscious. Uh, but Frida reaches her hand out, and a great wave of holy wrath uh, falls upon the creature. And how's it die? Damn. I would like to think that the the holy wrath comes down like a lightning bolt and kind of sears him from the inside out very nice uh and with that she lets out a last howl as it explodes covering the room in gore <laughs> that will end the combat all right i walk over to yelbert and i use uh, spare the dying okay he's now stabilized and i guess i can also use cure wounds yeah. Stabilize brings me to one, or is it still zero? I'm it, it just it, level, it levels you to zero. 
So that way you're, you're not dying. And now I give okay. you a uh, cure wounds now. For seven. seven. That's not too shabby. There Stand back up, Yilbert. Uh, and then Vincent ends his invisibility. Whoop. And, I, and I immediately go. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> and I immediately start. I step off the fire. And, and that, <laughs> oh, yes. and that, guys, and that is why we don't fuck with these things. Are I you realize... saying why we don't touch dead people's things? Because it was coming for us either way. So. So we just touched their things. I'm a little bit tired. Do you mind if we just land at this table and take a short rest? Not, not in here, not, not in here, pal. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I think, as a matter of fact, I think that's a distinctly very bad idea. <laughs> so we just need to, we need to get you up to Antony, maybe, or Anthony. True, that's right, Anthony. Is there still chanting? The chanting hasn't stopped. Okay. Oh, good call. Yeah. Are you still dragging the body with you? I, I guess I uh, am. No, I, I, you, I think we assume that you left it back there. I think you drop. I think you you would have dropped it to swing your your That's mace true. and shit. Yes, but uh, I was true. wondering if you guys are digging it. I think we should take it back to the coffin. Yeah, agree. We finished going through the items that were left. No, there's still like two more items. I think. I think there was. Oh, what was it? There's a mess kit. Um, there oh, was and the- thieves tools. Oh, there's the wooden, uh, there's the vials and syringe with the health potions and stuff. So we need to, we need to keep those around just to make sure in case we run out of spell slots and stuff. I guess we should just grab everything. Yeah. Uh, and ignore Vincent. Yeah. Yes, ignore me. Yes. That's... <laughs> uh, so I see that there is still a Thief's Tools kit. I have one. I'm proficient with it. I'm not an expert with it. Can I do an investigation or type of these toolkit to see if there's any better tools in that kit to improve mine? Like kind of basically seeing if any of their like utensils are better sure. than mine. Uh, roll me uh, this is d20 for luck. Okay. Come on, nat 20. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have an extra one either. As you search through the kit, you do find some nice slender tools to replace some of your own with, uh, making a, a sort of conglomerate of thieves tools in your own kits. And uh, we'll give it a plus one permanently. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Rita, do you want the vials? I was trying to think of maybe having it on someone who doesn't have healing spells. So that if if the ones who do go down, they can easily access it and use it. I say we eventually will give it to Vincent once he comes around. Okay. We'll hold on to it for now. Um, and I'm assuming the alchemist fire is meant to go in the lantern. Um, I, I mean, it, it probably is, but I think it's kind of like the whole, you know, uh, like Greek fire thing. Like it's just, it, it could be used just as like a projectile lo- long burning fire, but yeah, you're right. It probably could go into the, well, into that's, the... that's what I was thinking about using on the guy here before but then I didn't. <laughs> That's okay. Because then I immediately forgot about it. Oh, it's uh, good to hang on to. Yeah. So, okay. So we'll, we'll hold on to that, and and we'll have that lantern, too. What's a mess kit? Something you eat food with. It's like plates and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. So you probably don't need Camp that. cutlery. I mean, it wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad to have. All right, I'll grab that, too. We'll give it to Vincent later. 
<laughs> oh shoot! I could have used. I just realized I'm level three, so I could have used my meta magic stuff. I have got. I've got quickened and twin spell. So great! Love those. <sighs> <laughs> I know, and I I realized after Yerlin was bitten that I was within five feet of her. And that you could use your your reaction under my protection feature. I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll if I'm wielding a shield, which I am. Mm-hmm. So next time, I think we've collected everything in the yes. chest. Can I yes. check the wardrobe? Uh, sure. As you go ahead and start digging through the wardrobe itself, uh, you see that inside, behind the old robes, is a uh, a small leather sack that has 15 candles inside. Ooh, okay. I mean, that could be useful, right? Yeah. Okay, I uh, pocket that one as well. Okay. Man, I'm gonna have to make a list. <laughs> uh, what's in the upper left-hand corner? Uh, a crate. Oh, let's uh, let's check that out. That he's sure. standing on? Yes. Okay. Roll the 10. As you uh, open up the crate, uh, you see that it's filled with torches. 30 torches. Oh, holy cow. Oh, my God. Well, how heavy are those things? The crate does have some weight to it. I could use one. I'll take one. Yeah, but like, what if we divided the torches up? How much? I, mean, would... I don't need so many of them. <laughs> well, so I mean, the world on fire. We're going to eventually need them, right? True. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, I, I'm, I, I like to be pretty strict about my inventory slots. I, I told myself to them. Oh, I don't want to overburden. Oh, right. I actually just lost one with my scroll there. So there we go. I can hold it. <laughs> but I, so I, I go up and I just grab one torch. Okay. I grab one torch. I would like it. They're uh, a small. They hang up or fill up one slot each. Actually, no, I'll take two. Sorry. Sure. Shall we go back to the place so I can put this body down? Yeah. yeah. I'll help you carry it. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Uh, which way? Which way are you gonna go? Are you gonna go to the north or through the? there. So now that we divvied everything up, are we going to go through back through the way we came or up? Are you going to take one of the bonfires away? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm waiting to hear. I, I think it would be good to go where it came from so we know the source of like, if it came from the ground, came from the necromant, like the thing in the middle, the double energy. Okay. Yeah. Alright, then uh, yeah, so I go ahead and dispel the bonfire in front of the door. And you'll proceed back into the room with the statue. Okay, and then I believe they were on the right. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, the upper one, right? Yeah, so is this is this the right tomb? Re- yes, read it. the northern one was Gustav Durst. Okay. We've got good memories. Yep, okay, yeah. If All you right. want to open it. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of this, but let's do it. You heave aside the heavy stone slab and find the coffin to be empty. Oh, thank God. All right, no bugs. I put the body in. Sure. And I have trouble fitting the uh, swollen body in, but uh, as you get it near to the coffin, it returns to a normal human state until you lay it into the coffin itself, and it is again the man you've seen in the portrait above, Gustav Durst. Everyone will go ahead go ahead and lose 10 stress. Ooh, oh, thank nice. God. And I will, I will again do my absolving rituals. If you have less than 10, do you get negative stress? I'm, I'm euphoric. You know, you don't get negative stress, but you feel pretty good about things. All right. <laughs> things don't look so bad anymore. Just yeah. asking. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's a fair point. You, you, you want to you bank them for later? Yeah, exactly. 
I feel like a negative two, no, but like if we got so much less stress, I was like negative 20, you know, like maybe we got yeah. some kind of perk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a bard inspiration with no bard, very, you know? Very calm. <laughs> Everything's like, real chill. Those chips don't mean. Uh, got you grabbed the spell book and everything from there, right? Yes. Okay, now I feel comfortable with touching the things. <laughs> okay, uh, let's look at the spell book and see if we can distinguish who would be able to use it. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody can actually use it. A wizard nice... could make use of this. Yeah, A it would be wizard. nice. To... But it would be nice to see what kind of spell it is. Okay, I give it over to Vincent. Okay. But if we had yeah. a wizard, I wouldn't have much gold, would I? Um, maybe not. You <laughs> you shouldn't have as much gold as you do with me here. I just had a moment where I, I lost my accent and all of my character traits. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, and I was role-playing a 26-year-old modern boy. So I opened up the book. What is this? What, what is uh, it the spells like? it contains are Disguise Self, Identify, Mage Armor, Mage Armor. Magic Missile, Protection from evil and good, dark vision, whole person, invisibility, and magic weapon. Ooh. Oh wow! These wow. Are, this is actually this is a pretty good book. Uh, I will go ahead and put it's it. It's not the good book, but it's a pretty good book. No. Would you like uh, Would you like the health potions? Uh, sure. If you want to give those to me, I was going to give those okay. to, An to Anthony later, but I'll take them for now. Okay. And again, cool. Put them, yeah, put maybe them in my book. Maybe you should hold them like while we're on longer dungeon crawls, you know? Yeah. Since Anthony um, isn't with us. That's true. Okay, and Yurlin, you had those, right? Yes. Very good. Alright, what is the party doing? Do we want to go back to where we had turned around before? Or do we want to uh, go down the stairs that are closest to us? Or do we want to go down the stairs at all? Um, you should probably go where the chanting is. I hate to say it. I know. Uh, what wasn't that coming from that other room that we were in with the statue? No. No. Okay. That was coming from the stairs that are just below us and to the left. But then there were other stairs that were north and west, like way, way north and west, that we could go down that we didn't hear the chanting as much. Okay. True. True. I kind of want to go down here. Okay. Yes, All right. You go back down into the uh, the room with the alcove, the moldy beds, along with the small wooden table. Uh, and you see uh, around the bend, the stairs continue downwards. Let's keep going. Do it. You see in the center of this room is a uh, four foot diameter shaft for a well that leads to a water filled cistern. A wooden bucket hangs from the top at the moment. And there are beds and chests here. Yes. Uh, five different uh, little alcoves, uh, each containing a bed and a small footlocker. Hmm. So obviously some people lived here. Would it be some kind of? Let's let let's not discount any of the stuff in here yet. I would like to search this footlocker right here. Sure. You open it up, and inside is a uh, a small sack uh, made of a peculiar-looking leather. Oh, no. Oh, it's human flesh. Is it human flesh? Is it human flesh? You think it's human skin? You would imagine. Oh. Is it? Yeah, is, yeah. Wait, it's a book? A pouch. A pouch. Oh. Open the pouch. Uh, but <laughs> these, you pick it up? These are... Oh, this is horrible. This is 
absolutely horrible. I thought I thought Frida picked it up. Oh, she's just looking inside the thing. She's just looking at it. <laughs> I'm staring at it. Can I do some sort of um, skill check to see if picking it up would be detrimental to me? <laughs> uh, what are you looking for? Will this will this bag or what is contained in this bag hurt me if I pick it up? Well, how do you know? That's what I'm gonna ask. Well, how are you figuring it out? I don't know. What, I don't know what check them have you do. If, I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> Insight? I don't know. <laughs> An insight check on a bag. <laughs> Is it truthful? <laughs> it's actually a purse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the I got bag is on my brutally insight. honest. You understand. <laughs> You understand perfectly what it is. All right, fine. I pick it up. Sure. Uh, you can you can hear the clinking of coins from inside. Ooh, it's okay. a human coin purse. <laughs> oh. Was there anything underneath it? Uh, just this, in that footlocker. Okay. What do I do with this bag of flesh and coins, Yelbert? Would you I like? This? Yeah. All right. The bag of coins. It's a flesh bag, but yeah. A flesh bag. <laughs> I, 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 I just go through this bag, grabbing the coins. Like He looks like as if he's just like sifting through what, what is just like anything normal. You know, like leaves yeah. or something. He's just going through this, uh, picking up the coins. Inside is 11 gold pieces and 60 silver pieces. Uh, oh. They're all marked on the front of a profile of a man with high cheekbones uh, and a uh, sort of short haircut. Uh, on the back is the Zorovich. Is it the same seal as we saw on the wax of the scroll, the letter we got? Yes, the Zorovich seal. Mm. I gingerly take one and look at it and go, So, this must be our Strahd, or at least a small effigy of him. And I the just- coin? And I flick it back to uh, to Yelbert. Ah, oh, yes, I, I think so. I, I kind of go through them and look for one that's maybe pressed better. But, uh, this one looks clear. Yes, you, use this for your records. I think this this could be good for your investigation. You kind of try to get them kind of off the the rest of them. <laughs> what? Trying to get them off the scent. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm basically like so the coins at that point, right? They're like it's like 16th century. They're pressed, you know. Like some of them are shitty. Some of them like you can't even like yeah. identify it, right? Yeah. So like of the 12, I'm just like picking out the one that's oh this one you can definitely tell, you know. So I'm like handing them that one. They're like well this is a good one for you. Like something that you would be more interested in. Like me, I just I don't give a shit what they are. It's made of gold. <laughs> sell that. Right? Like, yeah. I don't care at all what that's they look great. like. That's great. <laughs> Well, I, said, I I don't require your money, sir. I'm just looking at the face on the front of them. You I'm may like, have I, this back. I kind of make eye contact and make yes, and kind of grab out for and grab the coin. Yes, I agree. I agree. And put it in my pocket. I just regard yeah, Vincent just regards Yelbert with just a like like what what would you do like a small child coveting sweets, you know, and just kind of like, all right, whatever. Yeah, basically. Yeah, thank. You. Okay. Alright, I want to check out this footlocker. Sure. You open it up, is inside is a uh, folded up piece of black cloth. Okay, I'd like to inspect it. It is black in cloth. <laughs> well, I want to pick it up and look at it. I see. You pick up the cloth. 
you can feel that there's some sort of uh, round objects inside, very smooth. Okay, can can I open it? <laughs> sure. You open it inside. Are three colorful stone moss agates. Have you ever seen one of those? So so she finds a pretty pouch of of rocks, and I get the flashback. Oh, bag. that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like a really pretty yeah. ring on one of these images. I would like to keep this bag. Okay. It sounds pretty. All right. Does it uh, take a full slot or is it a tiny thing? It's a tiny. So obviously some people lived here and they have left some interesting trinkets behind. Let's just assume we go through all of them instead of just going to each individual room. Sound good? Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, and the next one in the chest is a black leather eye patch with a carnelian sewn into it. A carnelian is a yellow-red gemstone. I, I'm going to assume if no one else wants it, Yelbert's going to take it. Uh, I'm a little I'm wary of it, to be honest. I'm, I'm seeing that you guys handle it, but I'm going to kind of wait and see what you guys think of it. Okay, let's move on to the next chest. And contains a hairbrush made of ivory with silver bristles. Ooh. Okay. Uh, are you gonna take that then? I mean, Frida, do you want hairbrush? Um, Frida's not really one to 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 take too much stock into her hair. Cause uh, I've got a lot of it. A hairbrush would be quite nice. Yeah. Okay. So Yerlin takes it, and the next one contains a short sword. This one looks as if forged brand new, and it's glows bright and silvery. Can I wait? Can I cast detect magic on it? Sure. Okay. What do I see? Is there any kind of... You don't any detect kind of any on? magic from it. Because well, it was given off a silver glow is why I was checking. Kind of in the torchlight. Ah, ah, okay. So it's just the... Alright. Never mind. I I take the, the long sword. It's a short sword. To you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm the same size and I'm using a long sword. <laughs> I know. I can't imagine. So it's a bastard sword for her. <laughs> it's just dragging on the ground behind me. Uh, but go ahead and pick up a <laughs> silver short sword. Nice. Awesome. That's what's hoping. Ooh, silver. We use that for monsters, not As for humans. As you guys go up a uh, set of stairs here, you can hear the chanting coming from the south. Shall we go east? <laughs> okay, so that will lead us back into the, the room. Ah, uh, there we go. Like I said, it's all connected. Yeah, um, I thought so. Should we heal? Uh, I mean, I'm fine, but yeah, you should probably heal. Uh, Frida, what can you do for us? Uh, let me check my spell slots. But also, uh, just because, like, when I detected the mat, when I detected magic before, I saw it, like, coming from the, like, the ground. Um, so I'm gonna say tread carefully, maybe have Yelbert look for something, I don't know. We, we already encountered one undead, so the only thing I could think of is, like, we step on something else and, you know, and hand the, the, flies the out and is, grabs us. Because Just because I'm a rogue, I'm actually, like, I don't have that good of, uh, like, just out of character real quick. Usually traps is investigation, right? Yeah. Investigations and, and, and skills. So, one, I'm not proficient in it, and two, I don't have int. I, I, I can, I'm willing to do it for lore basis, but it's not going to help us out. Okay, does anybody have, like, more in investigation? Because I only got a plus zero, so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, for investigation, I have. What do I have? I'm oh, at minus, zero as well. I'm a minus one, so. 
Okay, oh. so literally anybody but but me, but yes. Frida. All right, yeah. Okay, so Vin- Vincent will go ahead and, and take a look. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking down the hallway and I'm looking for like traps or like something that would like signal that something's buried somewhere. Because because okay. because like I because I detected the undead, so I'm I'm like like I don't I don't want like a zombie hand to like go. And yeah, punch I, the I, wall. I do wonder though, like what type of check is um like a trap check? Is it investigation? Because it feels weird that it's an intelligent modifier when I feel like it should be a dexterity modifier, right? Or some type of dexterity modifier skill. I mean, it. I mean, if you're like very quick and agile, that doesn't really help you look around for traps. Yeah, no, I, I guess true. if you're like putting your foot everywhere, I suppose right, right. you could do it that way. <laughs> I guess it depends on what tribe have a trap. That's yeah, true. I suppose so. Okay, so then just investigation then for me. Sure. Okay, so let's see. Um, uh, can I get a, a help for someone? Can I give that for um, healing to someone? Who wants it? Someone take Who it. Who wants it? Um, I'll take it. Okay. And, and then, then I- I'll cast cure wounds on Yelbert. But the, the reason why I'm more of saying this is like, because it does feel like, in theory, uh, like that works. That's for you, right? That that a rogue should check for things like that. But by their well, very the nature, rogue, of investigation checks. Like the rogue about. does can get very good at investigation checks because they get expertise and all that. Uh, the jack of all trades and whatnot. Mm-hmm, so right. a rogue does tend to get really good at investigation if they're proficient. Right, so it's just, going for it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so it's you. You either have to dump stat or you have to like, um, or you have to just like wait for your feats and stuff. Yeah. Right. You could All go right. mastermind rogue and become Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, there's <laughs> that too. There's that too. If someone assists me, can I get advantage on it? I mean, I, uh, I wouldn't but... give you advantage, but I would give you some kind of modifier depending on how well they help. I'll okay. assist. And don't okay. we also have? Ins- oh wait, is it just Frida and I that are inspired? Yes. Oh, okay. that's right. I forgot about that. I'm gonna go ahead and make my investigation. Okay, so eleven. So if somebody wants to help. So do do you roll investigation to help? Is that yes. how? Okay. You don't really find any traps, though. You do notice that this hall uh, has no footprints at all. Everything else seems pretty well traveled, but this one seems empty unusually empty yeah that makes me think we're not supposed to go down this way you would have thought that there would have been something at least like some footprints or some some sort of disturbed earth are there any rocks lying around well you have a whole bunch of shiny agates so you could toss i don't there's not really any rocks down here (laughs) like just like a stone laying on the ground is what you're looking for yeah, well, wait, is that room full of bones? The... Yeah, you'd like throw a bone. She, yeah, she should grab something and throw it down the hallway. Right? Yeah, that's that's what I want. So I, I want to like grab a bone, throw it down throw it down the hallway. Uh, what kind of bone do you grab? Um, Beaver! Beaver! Man, oh, like, is no, there, is there... The Beaver's a little bit too big, I was going <laughs> to say. Um, probably the, like a like a radius or an ulna, ulna okay. bone. Practicing our anatomy here. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? You just kind of toss it down the hall. Yeah. Okay. You toss it down the hall, and it kind of clatters on the ground. And nothing happens. No. What about the dog? Does he chase after the bone? Uh, Lancelot doesn't seem very interested. <laughs> uh, he's shaking something terribly in Vincent's pouch, oh. though. 
It is, we must be strong, Pugsley. So, should we just go then? Yeah, let's go around. Oh, around? around. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Look, look, guys. Everywhere else has been traveled. This is the only place that hasn't been traveled. Yeah, but nothing happened when I threw a bone. It, you may not have triggered it when that happened. Mm. Now we're in the same hallway, right? Yes, and I just go down those stairs. Oh, I don't like it. Is the chanting getting louder? I, I let the yes. curiosity get the better of me. I take like a step over here and okay. like kind of uh, just kind of see what's going on. Yeah, you just kind of feel around, kind of cautiously, right? Yeah. And then uh, if not, I had as to... you're as you're feeling okay. down the hallway, uh, you're being very careful. You hear a sort of snap in the ground as a few feet ahead of you. You notice that a uh, covered up by a layer of dirt was some moldy planks, pretty much. That would have been set off by your weight. Mm. So uh, what did you find? What did you find, Yelbert? Ah, uh, can't quite tell. It looks pretty dangerous. As it was a good call going around. Vincent Vincent crosses his arms and just looks smug at everybody. Hmm. What was that? What did oh. I say? Oh look, there's some stairs right here. Yeah, yeah, there's some stairs there. <laughs> you can hear you can hear the chanting grow ever louder and perhaps oh, yeah. even understandable now. As you hear the chanting of, he is the ancient, he is the land, he is the ancient, he is the land. Here we go. It loudly fills this room as uh, you hear the, he is the ancient, he is the land, chanting from below. In this room are uh, several, what may some call relics, in each of these little alcoves here. There's 13 niches in the walls. So some kind of reliquary. Again, my friends, refrain from touching anything. We're looking at you, Yelbert. <laughs> yes, and I, I, I take particular, I take particular interest in Yelbert. All right, my friends, grab, touch nothing for the time being. Should we uh, proceed this way or the other way? We... Uh, let's go. Let's go the other way real quick. Um, I wanted to, to ask, does it matter what's in each of these? You can take a look if you like. The one north of you uh, is a 8-inch uh, diameter varnished orb made from an eye. Yeah. A Wait. large eye. Oh, oh, like an actual eye. Yes. I thought you meant like the the letter I, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? Brought I was to like, you by the letter I. Oh my god, that's what I was thinking. Well, the next thing I was thinking was like, how could you make an orb out of an eye and still be able to tell that it was an eye? You know so what what, I mean? what's the one to the west of that? You've never fought Sathun. Next to that is a <laughs> dagger with a, uh, a small rat skull set into the pommel. Ooh. And to the west of that? A knife carved from bone. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to... the west of that? A small mummified yellow hand with sharp claws on a okay. loop of rope. How so about I'm to gonna... the east of a aspergillum carved from bone. Okay, and I'm gonna take. One? It looks to be a uh, sort of folded cloak, made from some sort of leather. Some sort of human leather. Yes. Ew. Um, to the south of that. A uh, desiccated frog lashed to a stick. Gross. To the south of that. A bag. A a human bag. No, it looks to be a human cloth. <laughs> no, just a bag. Um, is this one here? A severed finger. Lovely. And to the west? 
a six-inch tall wooden figurine of a mummy, its arms crossed over its chest. And is it? Oh, is it? That one is a iron pendant adorned with a devil's face, a and... shrunken, shriveled head of a halfling. Oh no! And the next one. A small wooden coffer. Okay. Wait. So that had healing in it last time. <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead, Vincent. So I I take out my the, the book of the rituals, and I turn to the page that 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 I found like about like what we thought the ritual was, right? Yes. Uh, can I do any of these relics like line up with this with this ritual? Most of them do. Most of them do. Okay. So and we 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 know that this book is fooey, right? There's no real. It's all yeah. it's all hoodoo. There's nothing really in there. Right. That is correct. Okay. All right. So uh, I close the book and go, well, now, while I don't think it is wise to touch anything here, I don't believe that there is anything particularly malignant about any of them. They are merely trinkets from this um, cult. I don't know. This halfling skull seems to be kind of malignant. Well, I well, yes. I mean, of course, you would have to harvest, of course, the hand, the severed finger, uh, the you know, uh, the halfling head. But I don't believe that they, in and of themselves, are malignant. Um, it, uh, is the mummy in in that uh, in one of the, that one alcove? Is it this like the same kind of the uh, like the bone statue that we saw in the uh, piano room or the harpsichord room? It is different than that. Okay, it's, I was just, I was just trying to see if it was like those a kind of skeletal figures. No, you don't think this would go along with that. Okay, great. Uh, okay, so uh, we can head south down there if Yerlin wishes to lead the way. Okay, how's that chanting going? Uh, it's still pretty loud. Uh -huh. You see that uh, this is sort of a prison here. Have they changed what they're saying, or is it still no still? The constant, he is the ancient, he is the land. Uh, as you're heading towards the back, propped up against the back wall uh, is a uh, a skeleton clad in a black tattered robe. A glitter of gold sticks out of one of its fingers. Uh. Oh, wait, where is it? is it? Is it down here at the very south? At the very end, just propped up against the wall. Gold. Gold. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh, on no. its finger is a gold ring that has a letter S on it. Ooh, S for Yogurt! <laughs> <laughs> yes, my friend, S for Yelbert. <laughs> That's great. What do you do? I reach for the ring and grab it. Sure, you grab the ring. Uh, check, let's let's check the cells and see if we can like see if there's anything going on. So, are, are there any other skeletons, or is it just just that? Well, okay, so th these ones to the side are bigger than the other ones, right? That's right. Okay, uh, is there anything in this one off to the left? No. Nothing? Okay. What about to the right? Uh, it is similarly empty. I'd like to take a closer look at the skeleton. Sure. What? Seven. A seven. You don't really notice too much about it. Uh, you're not sure how it had happened to come here. The rest here, that is. But the simple black robes it wears, uh, just very simple. Why would there be a prison here 
with no bones but a sa- apart from this man no other kind of like signs of struggle nothing no rings <laughs> well, only one ring to rule them all Ooh. one ring to find them yes but we found nothing why not even one to bind them in darkness no especially not that Hmm. That's actually a lot easier to be separated in darkness. Something's not right here. But again, something's not right in this whole area. Yeah, I mean, name something that is right. I was gonna say, maybe the fact that there's an entire dungeon down here (laughs) (laughs) would mean that something's not right. Maybe they used all the prisoners as sacrifice. I don't know. I would think, yeah, you would, but I would have thought that they might not have gotten through all of them. That some of them would have been here at least. Could I, quick, quick question. We we returned the scary guy to his uh, grave. Have we checked if the skull fog is still there? I mean, do, do we want to still be here? I I have a feeling, my friend, that our time to turn back has far begun. I mean, I you can have Anthony check, right? If you message him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pointed someone for message. Yeah. Oh, you don't know exactly it's, where it's, he is. It's it's not sending. It's, it seems heading there to at least check if anything's changed. At least ask Anthony if he's heard anything. I think we're at the end of whatever is here. I don't think whatever, and especially from what that that vile creature said, I don't think it is going to be just as easy as leaving. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we also didn't help Walter yet, right? No, we haven't found Walter or anything else like that. We did lay the kids to rest and their father. And we still have the one woman's bones we must also lay to rest. Um, I have a feeling that we have gone too far to turn back. I believe we've passed some sort of point of no return... And I feel like we need to follow whatever path this is to the end before we can go back. Because if you noticed, when we laid the children to rest, when we laid their father to rest, when we laid everything else to rest, nothing seemed to dispel from this place. Nor the chanting. Yes, and the chanting only got louder here. Now, we can infer as to what the chant is about. I I would assume it has uh, something... As Gilbert passes through the prison... A small, a slight purple light occurs as he passes by this door. Uh, guys, a, a light, a light over here. As Yelvik gets closer, a uh, outline of a door is made in the dirt on the eastern wall. Oh no! I knew it. Something further. I, uh, think... I reach for the door. I, <laughs> wait, I go. Wait, I think whatever we're going to find beyond this is. Well, whatever happened happened to Walter. As the door uh, slides open, or push you push the door open rather, uh, the chanting immediately stops. Ooh, shall we? Yes. Let's. You uh, peer into the forty foot square room here. The smooth masonry provide excellent acoustics. As uh, you step in and reverberates easily off the walls. Featureless stone pillars support the ceiling itself, and a breach in the west wall, or sorry, the southern wall, is heaped with refuse. Murky water, stained red with blood, 
uh, covers most of the floor. Oh, God. Stairs lead up to the dry stone ledges that hug the walls. In the middle of the room, more stairs rise to form an octagonal dais that also rises from the water. Rusty chains of shackles dangle from the ceiling directly above a stone altar mounted on the dais. It is carved of hideous depictions of grasping ghouls in a stain of dry blood. As you look at the water itself, it sort of circles counterclockwise around the room, rotating. Bits of bone float up here and then, even impossibly sized ones as whole legs and arms, chests even, still covered with flesh, pop out from the center of the water. I believe we found the sacrificial chamber. Can we see much of the altar from here or no? You would have to get closer. Mm, not a, no. <laughs> um, give me the tor- give me the me. Okay, uh I have I have my torch. What about bonfire? <laughs> Light up okay. the whole room. Is there a place that I can send it? Just eat it, dude. Okay, yeah, we'll put it right here where it's not totally in front of the altar but we can see. Okay. Oh, that's way better. There we go. Okay, so what is on the altar besides uh that we that we can see, just a single long knife. And there's nobody in here. That is correct. But there is chanting. Yes. Hmm. To the north, you see there's a uh, sort of crank uh, connected to a portcullis. Now, hmm. what is a portcullis? <laughs> a portcullis is uh, a like a gate that can be raised and lowered. You know, like uh, in most. Media, it's like the you know, like in the castle gate, basically. Yeah, the yeah, big yeah. long metal strands. It's like that. Can we tell if it's up or down? It is currently down as it closes, uh, you know, entrance to this place. So we ah. wouldn't have been able to get in the other way. Okay. Should we mage hand it and open it up? I mean, why not? Uh, I'm going to cast one of my last. I think my last detect magic here. On the altar and on the... I guess I can find it wherever it is in 30 feet around me. So uh, There is uh, necromantic and evocation magic in this room. Everywhere. The stone itself, the sacrificial altar, the water, the flesh coming out of the water, everything. So this is the source I've been sensing. Perhaps. I will, I will approach the altar. You descend down into the murky water. Uh. And uh, you go ahead and climb your way out across. As you step towards the dais, uh, the door behind Yerlin seals uh, with a purple light. Thirteen apparitions appear around the room, and they begin chanting once more, One must die! One must die! Non-stop, endlessly. One must die! One must die! Where are these apparitions? Austin, you son of a bitch. I know what he's going to do. Do you want to kill the dog? He wants us to kill the dog. I guess it's my own hubris. Where are the apparitions? The dog dog quakes. (laughs) (laughs) No. Not a vibe. Not a vibe. Is there... They sort of drift, uh, following the same flow of the water above your heads, counterclockwise, around the dais. It's like a weird, nasty, lazy river. Yes. <laughs> okay, is there a way that I can let them out? 
The chanting of one must die continues. Can what what's going on over here? Can I like It's a pile of rubbish and trash. Yeah, but can I check it out? Don't touch anything, guys. I'm not touching it. So on fire maybe? Make a investigation check. How's a sixteen? It looks like uh, something is eaten through this part of the room. Perhaps attempting to escape, but its device is unknown to you. Cool, 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 cool. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to get in the water. <laughs> All right, I know what I've got to do. No, hold on. Oh, we don't have to. There's, there's no other way. Yeah, there is. We can figure something out. I could murder Yelbert, and I... I snap my fingers up and, and point at, and point at just like charging a firebolt. I could kill Yelbert. No, 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 no. Maybe there's a rat nearby or something else. Listen, listen, I made the mistake. I must pay the price. I entered the room. I crossed to the altar. I messed this up. I trapped us here. I will pay the price. Well, As he oh, says oh, this, on. I take my heavy crossbow and fire it. I vince it. <laughs> okay. Oh, Go ahead and make shit. the attack. You crit him. <laughs> holy shit. Oh, oh god. I did not expect the oh. crit. Okay, so we're gonna do this now? I thought oh, you yeah, right. I thought that's where you were going. See the damage. See the damage. No, no, no. See the damage. See the damage. He crit him. I'll see the damage over. No. What the That's good. I was gonna say maybe we could try the portcullis to get out, but okay. Gilbert <laughs> shoots Vincent in the face, knocking him unconscious. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Okay, um, hold on. He hold threatened on. to kill me. He threatened to kill me. I didn't did it. You you can't say this. You're dead. You're currently dead. <laughs> you're unconscious. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna talk. <laughs> Um, hold up. You literally just took out our sorcerer who could have used Mage Hand to open this thing. Why? This is what the evil, the, is a neutral evil rogue who was just <sighs> thought that he was about to be sacrificed. Oh my god. Um, well, is there a way? Could <laughs> we cast hold person on him or something? I, don't I have... rolled these, that's so why I rolled. <laughs> that's like my character throw. Last <laughs> people are arguing over here. Oh my god. Yep. God damn it. All right. Kill me for Christ's sake. That's all what right. you do. Alrighty, alrighty. I use cast wounds on him. I mean, not cast wounds, cure wounds, but cure wounds. That's one fail. That's one fail. You, you'll cure wounds? Yeah. Okay. For three? Did, did, now, did, did the temporary down, did that stop the chanting? No. Well, okay. I mean, he did <laughs> die. He, he didn't right? die. <laughs> okay, it's not dead. Right, right. <sighs> Get okay. him out. Okay. I, I I I take it out. I use mage hand and I hold the and I and I I move the portcullis. I say I will pay the price. You leave. The mage hand is not strong enough to move it. Ugh. Damn it! That means one of us has to do it, huh? Yeah, that means. Wait, do we still have the door? <laughs> yes. Do we still have half of the door? I, I don't know. Do you? Did you bring it along with you? Is it in your inventory? <laughs> do we have the door? Yelbert, you're the one who destroyed the door. Do we have the door? What do you mean the door? I mean, the I door. don't have it. The, that, that's destroyed. I don't have that door. No. Oh, man. You destroyed it in half, damn it. Okay. Well, I How tried. heavy How heavy is the is the altar? How heavy? The altar? Yeah, how heavy? 
I, I, I kind of like look at no, Yearling no, 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 like no, no, rarely. No. It's like built over. into the stone. Don't like, I'm playing my heavy crossbow at Yearling. Don't, she kind of comes close to me. Don't touch the altar. No. I will take care of this. No, no. Um, is there? Is there a big piece of door in the pile of trash? No. Sure. I will it's, take care of yes. it. There's half a pine door in the trash pile. Okay, can we okay. use that to wedge it? Yes. What are you wedging? The portcullis. We're going to turn it open. We're going to wedge it in there. Okay? That's the plan. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. What are we doing here? To what end? <laughs> so that, to what end? Because... <laughs> Here's That's the thing, good. right? <laughs> listen, listen, Linda. So yes, I would love. Yes, tell me, please. So, I would love. I would love to take another bolt to the face. Shut yes, please. Up. Oh my Yel- God. Yelbert's loading another bolt as he is talking. Yelbert, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that turnstile there, right? That right. opens the portcullis. So I'm assuming that since Mage Hand isn't strong enough to hold that there as we walk through. We could then, underneath the portcullis, wedge the door so that the person who is holding the turnstile could walk under. My girlfriend, where I was at. Okay, <laughs> let's go. We grab the door and we're gonna go wedge it. Okay. Liz. Uh, kids, who's opening it? I'll hold it open, I guess. Okay, I'll try. and then I'll take the door and kind of wedge it. Yeah, underneath the portcullis, right? Yes, wedge it open. Okay, do I need to make like a any sort of check or do I, I just guess turn strength it? Check. Strength check? Okay. Alright, does a 22 move? <laughs> it opens up. Alright. Okay. As, as, uh, as you begin opening it up, the chant stops and one of them shouts out, None should escape us. You fool did not play to the ritual. Stop. Don't move. Let me take care of this. No, we can kill him. And I take the dog out. No, 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 no. No. Literally, Yelbert will shoot you down if you do so. Yearling, put the door under. Put the door under. Put it open. Propping it open. As they're as they're fiddling with the door, I take the knife and I cut like. Ice fire. (laughs) Twenty-two. Oh my god. I I literally had that just clicked ready, dude. The moment you said it. Okay, this is why you roll first. Rolling wins, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Y'all. What do I do about <laughs> the dog? <laughs> I, I already I already had the knife. I killed the dog. You did, you literally didn't roll, dude. This is the game. Make an attack roll on the dog. Okay, uh, what do I roll for? You don't roll I... for anything. You just assume. Roll a, a dex. You dex. just assume things go your way. It's a way. dagger. Okay, so then I'll roll dex. Five. You, the dog squirms out of your grip as you attempt to get it. As you're shot unconscious by a crossbow. Oh my god. You're a good boy. Okay, y'all. Okay, let's pause, shall we? Let's wedge the door. No! With this. He's uh, unconscious. <laughs> you're unconscious. It's fine. We got this. So I'm, I'm already holding the freaking thing. So I've got to wedge it. So, uh, strength? Sure. Uh, that's an eight. That's a save, not a check. Oh, yeah, give me a check. How's the 17? Hey. That's a hit? Or, it works. <laughs> I should say. It works. That's fucking right. All right. And then since, right. It's, since it's wedged, I'm going to run over and grab Vincent and... Drag his uh, unconscious ass. 
Well, I do have one more, one more cure wounds that Hold I can on, use. Let's just whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's wait for the dog to get out of here. Yeah, let's talk about the dog. Let's drag him out first, and then I'll cure wounds him. Sure. Well, no, I'll, I'll spare the dying. I'll spare the dying, which is a cantrip, so he's stabilized. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So now yeah. we'll drag him out. Yeah, we, we're As you do so, the apparitions, uh, one of them lets out a, a mighty howl, and he says, No! That's y'all, too bad. Y'all <laughs> fucked up. Y'all too bad. fucked up. Too bad. Everyone trying to kill the dog. Let's get him out of here. Let's go. Lord, yeah, that. With that, <laughs> You guys are able to walk out. The apparitions don't attack you or anything. Perfect. We'll deal with that later. Before we go all the way through, I want to kick that that door in. Okay, so it closes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And now, cool. now I'll cure wounds, Vincent. Sure. Because we're not around the altar. I stand in between them. All right, Vincent's up with five. Uh, I'll say Yelbert has the dog. You fools. You have doomed us all. You you think that there's only one right way to do anything. I was willing to sacrifice myself for the party. Me too. You have forsaken us all. I was willing to sacrifice you too. (laughs) (laughs) I just stand there. We're Um, fucked. No, we're not. We're all alive. We left. They can't. They're not attacking us or anything. You don't understand. This is not how spirits work. There is always a price to pay. It's not as simple as just leaving. It is never as simple as just leaving. That's what we did upstairs or down. Up, we're in the basement now. Upstairs, when there was the the shade or the shadow. We didn't provoke it. We gave it no reason. They directly told us. So let's burn all the stuff. Let's we could burn all the artifacts. To what end? I don't know. Break the circle. We could sprinkle holy water on each of the ob- objects. I've got more arrows. I don't think they will let us back in. The passage sealed itself. The portcullis is on the other end. We don't need to go back in. We're, we're in the room with the artifacts. Yes, I'm aware. But the altar is in the other room. It is the only place to complete the ritual. So we can leave, but there is a price to pay. Well, I've got gold. That is not that's not what they asked for. So be it. And I leave. I just stride, stride off up the stairs. Uh, okay. Uh, is, everyone, is everyone going up? Yeah, I'll follow yep, up. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so you guys are going back upwards? Um, yeah. We have to figure out what about the lady's bones. Oh. We will bury her out. We will bury her outside in a co- in a consecrated grave. There's nothing yeah. about this place. Uh, what about uh, Walter? Though we still haven't figured that one out. Walter is gone. We'll go back to the house. You guys are back in the attic of the house. I pet old Yelbert. <laughs> old Yelbert. <laughs> Uh, do you guys go back down to the first floor, I presume? I can yep. make that happen pretty soon. Yep. Yeah. Yes, go and, go and do that. By the fire on the bottom floor, Antony stands back up as you come down. He says, Ah, we're done here, I presume. Hey, Antony. The storm has long since let up. I used firebolt on the jammed door and blow it open. <laughs> 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 setting, setting it ablaze. You open up the jammed door. Should we just burn the house down? At this point, 
I mean, there's like three or four like uh, like bonfires going. You know, yes. we might just do it on itself. They'll they'll dissipate as soon as I leave. I mean, the only and the, I only put them in hearths. Uh, we're gonna go and change maps. Outside, uh, standing outside of the black carriage that was left out there all this time, is a man. A man with high cheekbones in a black voluminous cloak, high boots, and a sort of red vest with a bright red brooch upon his breast. He carries a sword uh, on his left hilt. And as you come out, he raises his hands and he applauds. Uh, Yelbert takes a bow. Takes a bow. A very fine show there, adventurers. I am not, there hasn't been one that has escaped this house unscathed so far. Define unscathed. We'll get to you in a bit, Vincent. I am here to congratulate the rest for seeing through the tricks of the cult. It has been long since the cult has had any visitors to supply their dark rituals, and as such, without a loss of life, their magic has slowly faded away. And soon enough, this house will lose all its dark powers altogether. I am Strad von Zorovich, if you haven't already inferred. The lord of this land. The man upon Yelbert's coins. I have brought a bottle of wine to congratulate you. A purple grape mash number five. I kind of do one of those like squinty eyes with the coin, like holding his face over the coin, you know, like, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> We just really like using doors. Of course. And come here, Virlin. I have a reward for you. Something to keep you safe. I glance back at the party. I guess I approach. Sure. He says, turn around, girl. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I turn around. Sure. He has long claw-like fingernails that he uh, kind of brushes your cheek with, but he drapes a long cloak around your shoulders. A cloak of protection to keep you safe. Oh, thank you. It, it'll add one to your AC permanently. No way. <laughs> thank you. My thanks. It is good to have intelligent guests in my land. I, I move up stuttering. Uh, any, anything else for us, my lord? Well, a word for Vincent. One that seems to think he knows more than he should. If there's suffering you seek, Vincent, I have... Suffering in no short supply, and I'm willing to give it. The things you find in this land are not the same as the otherworldly knowledge you seem to possess. Any further use of this shall be dealt with if we are understanding. Very well. Good. Great work on surviving here. I imagine we'll meet each other very soon. Oh, and a little message for you and he'll uh, pull out a leather for you on the front of it it reads welcome to barovia and it's signed with, and it's a uh, held of his seal it gives a, a flourishing bow and he says let our next visit be as pleasant as he ascends into his carriage which without any uh, need to motivate the horses stirs up and turns around in the small courtyard here and returns heading westward on the old phallic road I will not accept gifts from this man. I do not trust him. These lands have fallen into disrepair. <sighs> and ghosts walk the earth. I have gone mad. Hey, real, real quick, can we bury this corpse? Sure. Yeah, let's bury the corpse. Let's get that out of our hands, shall we? You uh, go ahead, 
and get a grave dug out here in the courtyard, I imagine. Tomb her therein. And with that, we'll give uh, Yelbert inspiration. All right, cool. How long do we retain that inspiration anyway? Until you use it. Oh, okay. Sweet. Even after a long rest? What is it, is it like a bardic inspiration for them? Like, how is that going to work for them? Uh, so this inspiration is a little bit different. They just get a re-roll uh, whenever they would like to use oh. their inspiration. It's like, like halfling luck or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Similar. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, how are we feeling? Are we you know, uh, wrapping up? You know I, I just thought of something, too. I should have known that it was Fooey because I carried the ritual book the whole time and I even checked it in the reliquary. But when the apparitions showed up, I was like, oh, fuck, maybe this is real. No, I should have known it was Fooey. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, and like, we we love using doors. Like, we should know this. <laughs> doors are our friends, <laughs> not mimics. <laughs> And on that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, I believe it is time for us to wrap up. So what does Strahd want with us? What was it that he gave us in that card or in that letter? Uh, I don't think we read it at any, or anything like that. Uh, I, didn't it just say was, welcome? Well, in my, in on, my the outside of the yeah, on the outside. Oh, okay. We'll, so, we'll read that next time. Like, so what exactly was he, was he expecting from us? Why was his carriage parked out there? And... All of this good, all of this amazing stuff. So what do you think is going to happen? We'll uh, find out in our next episode of Dice and Consequences. Curse of Strahd. Of course, thank you, Savvy, for being here. Kirsty, Eric, and of course, our illustrious Dungeon Master, Austin Woodyard. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of, uh, well, whenever you're watching this. And take care. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Consequences. If you like what we do here, please follow, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date on the show, follow us on Instagram at Dice and Podcast or send us an email at diceandconsequences at gmail.com. Attribution for the sound effects can be found in the episode description. Theme song and outro is Firestone by Seth Baldwin. Since I have you here, did you also think that quicksand would become a much bigger issue than it actually was in everyday life, or is that just me? How would I put in sack of candles? <laughs> just make it a a one slot like sack and say just call it a sack of candles and say it <laughs> contains 15 candles there you go and when you light a candle uh, you can take it be out. 16 please 16 candles are you putting a candle oh in oh my there? god look i molly ringwald's not in it so i don't know what you're what what, what we're <laughs> why we're doing that right? ah, it's, it's a reference i don't get i understand yeah. <laughs> why why is yelbert fading away uh, cause I like to stay in the shadows and stuff. Oh, okay. I can't move my character right now. Actually, I think. Oh, were you against a wall? Maybe. It, it's just like the way it kind of has to go through. I think I, I wasn't. Moving uh, are you going through that pass? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I'm, I'm okay. literally just doing because it's a pain in the ass. But Makes the sense. shadows. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I can't see. We're just assuming I'm following him. <laughs> also, oh. cut for a second. Can you switch to your character? Me? Yeah, I still see Jake G on here. Oh, okay. Yeah.
Yeah, and that little drop-down menu. There you go. Yeah, I got it. You're killing my immersion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's that's what we're all about here. It's all it's all about it. Everything for the for the craft. All right, and back in. <laughs> oh God, what did I just do? Whoa! What happened? <laughs> you guys are in the wall. <laughs> Stop going in the wall. <laughs> Oh, hey, all of our stress is gone, too, right? No. Darn it. <laughs> the stress remains. <laughs> oh, so you heal and you get back your spell slots, but the stress remains. <laughs>